like everyone to chew the Bible. It's your good friend Aaron. Hope y'all enjoyed this first day of spring. Hope you hopefully you made it on time for whatever you had to go. Thanks, you thank God for cell phones that automatically update. Or a lot of us would be in trouble. Ah, it's been a long day. It's been a long week. But praise be the glory to God. I exceeded the goal that I set for what I was trying to make this week. I've been doing this thing where I forecast, do forecast tithing. I learned about it from this other guy who uh, is an entrepreneur. And uh, so he tithes based on the amount that kind of like an attain. It's a somewhat attainable, but also a goal that stretches him a little bit, you know? And so he, uh, yeah, so whatever he would like to make that, at least, you know, make that week or that month, he ties off off of that. He ties on that amount. So I try, I've been doing that the last few weeks, and it's been going really well. And I exceeded the goal that I set. And one of the, and I got my biggest tip that I've ever gotten on this app ever it was pretty nice so praise god on that i don't know if y'all have ever gone to church that had testimony time but my grandma's uh which is my technically my great grandfather's church on my mom's side anyway the church i used to go to as a kid sometimes when i stayed with my grandma they would do testimony time i loved it <laughs> uh because yeah somebody would get up there and you know have a little story sometimes the story would go long but it always everybody get excited for that person and you could just it's just it's really cool to hear people talking sharing their testimonies or their uh their stories of what god is doing in their life because it encourages you and hopefully it doesn't cause you to be jealous but know that hey god has something in store for you and hopefully at some point yeah your mommy will come you get be able to get up there and get on the mic or Shoot, they didn't have to use a mic, but they would just have somebody stand up. And the acoustics in that church were so good. You didn't need a mic as long as you t- spoke up. Anyway, yeah, your time is coming. Your time is coming. Your time is coming. Will you be able to? I'm looking forward to sharing even more testimonies of God doing exceedingly abundantly above all that I could ever ask for. So, all right, I'm going to knock out one more recording for the day. And then shut it down for the night. So, because I'm going to try to get up early. No, I'm not going to try. I am going to get up early. Really early. Like, I'm talking like 5 o'clock. Out the door by 6. No later than 6. And it's going from like, yeah, 6 to 10-ish, like, every single night. So it's at 6 to noon, would be 6 out of the year. So that's... Oh, too much math. Yeah, 16 hours every day this week. That's the goal. 16 hours every day this week. We can do it! 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 Well, if I do that, yeah, make sure I do that right. Yeah, six 
to noon is six hours and then noon to 10 noon to 10 is 10 hours so that's 16 hours 16 hours times seven days a week that's 112 there'll probably be some days where i have to like when i go see my counselor on wednesdays and when i go to church on sundays i'll just subtract those out but yeah my goal is to hit 100 hours this week and if hitting 100 hours at about 20 bucks an hour is two grand that's the goal to hit two grand this week so all right let's get into the words get into the word let's 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 get into the word O Lord, don't rebuke me in your anger or discipline me in your rage. Have compassion on me, Lord, for I am weak. Heal me, Lord, for my bones are in agony. I am sick at heart. How long, O Lord, until you restore me? Yes, Lord, how long, O Lord, till you fully restore me back to where I was financially, emotionally, spiritually, and above that? I'm trying to think, what age would I say was like my favorite age of all time? I probably I would probably say eighteen because I was one of those people that peaked early in life. Like I I feel like high school was my peak, my senior year of high school. Um, yeah, I was captain of the basketball team, co-captain of the basketball team. You know, did really well. Had some opportunities to play in college, but ended up going to a school that I couldn't play at. So. It is a whole nother story, but I mean, I could have played there, but I tried to walk on there. And anyway, there's a lot of politics involved in that. But yeah, 18 was like the highest moment for me. Life was on the up. And then probably meeting my future wife. And then it kind of did. <laughs> I don't say it was downhill from there, but it's like. And, you know, having each child, those are exciting moments. But, like, just, I would say, all-time peak, like, greatest year of all time of my life, which is probably 18. Yeah, senior year of high school. Like, just having all that optimism about life. So, anyway, Lord, restore me to my uh, 18 at, like, joy and optimism and just excited excitement about life. And even better than that, even better than that. Return, O Lord, and rescue me. Save me because of your unfailing love. For the dead do not remember you. Who can praise you from the grave? What does it say? Or from Sheol, the place of the dead. Verse 6. I am worn out from sobbing. All night I flood my bed with weeping, drenching it with my tears. I. It's so weird. I'm in one of these like moments. I actually do cry a lot more than probably most dudes, right? But it's kind of, like, weird when I do cry. Like, these little things, weird things, like, prompt me to cry. And I'm in one of these, like, moments right now where I really would like to cry. But, like, all the tears are so, like, bottled up in me right now. I'll probably cry in the shower when I get in the house. Um, Like, I, I'm in one of my mo Like, I'm in this mamba mode where I'm just, like, you know, just working behind off and... We don't have time to cry, man. We don't have time to cry. Just, it, it's all going to work out, you know? 
when I'm thinking about God's goodness and his faithfulness and how he's given me more than what I deserve and withheld things that punishments and things that I probably do deserve and protected me from so many things and brought me out of so many situations, it does, if I thought about it long enough right now, it would make me cry. But anyway, what I'm trying to say is, and that's, there's a scripture, I encourage y'all to go check it out. Uh, I'm going to quote it real quick. Tears in a bottle. It's one of my favorite. It's when I uh, when I go to heaven. I imagine there's this gonna be like this big old like in Pennsylvania. I think Pittsburgh is it Pittsburgh? Anyway, I think it's Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. They have Heinz because the big Heinz factory is there. Heinz, you know, they make all kind of products, but Heinz ketchup is the big one. I think there's like a big, humongous statue of a ketchup bottle there. And I imagine heaven is going to probably be one a million times as big for each and every one of us, however much you cried. And yeah, my Bible is going to be pretty big. And I imagine my my mansion in heaven, I'm going to have like a big old bottle of tears sitting in the backyard. And and it's that. Yes. Psalm 56 eight says you keep track of all my I'm jumping ahead. But yeah, you keep track of all my sorrows. You have collected all my tears in your bottle. You have recorded each one in your book. That is a big book if you think about it, especially if you're a crier like me. I cry more than Dick Vermeil sometimes. Uh, he's an old coach of the Rams that helped them win a Super Bowl when Kurt Warner was there, the greatest show on turf. But anyway, if you're from the Lou, you understand. But yes, God sees your tears and he's collected them all. And he's written them all in his book. And so I look forward to seeing that. And uh, there's no shame in crying, especially you fellas where we're told not to cry and look down on them for crying. It's like, hey, if you have sons, ladies, fellas, if you have sons, you know, there's a healthy balance there where you can't just be the, you know, try not to be depressed all the time and whining and you know, but yeah, allow your children to, you know, release their emotions. We let them do it when they're babies, you know. And then anyway, I can go on and on about this crying. But yeah, God, I can relate to David here. Like I haven't really drenched my pillow. I'm not at that point yet, but I have like all these tears like welled up inside of me just from just different emotions and things I'm dealing with mentally. So but I, I have this hope, I have this peace and joy knowing that God, even if my circumstances don't change, I know they're going to change. But even if they didn't, like, I still serve a good God. I have a good father who loves me and cares for me and will see me through every situation. When has he ever failed me? Never. My vision is blurred. Verse seven. My vision is blurred by grief. My eyes are worn out because of all my enemies. Verse 8, go away, all you who do evil, for the Lord has heard my weeping. The Lord has heard my plea. The Lord will answer my prayer. May all my enemies be disgraced and terrified. May they suddenly turn back in shame. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, that you do collect all of our tears in a bottle. Thank you, God, that, yeah, you turn our, our mourning into joy. Thank you, Lord, that when we do cry, we'll have tears of joy just knowing, God, that you are with us, God. And uh, thank you, Lord, that you have heard all of our pleas, all of our requests, all of our 
um, you know the anguish in our hearts, those that are dealing with whatever relationship issues, whether it's uh, or a loss of a loved one, a sickness, whatever the burden is, we know that we can cast all of our cares on you. We know that you care for us. You said, take our yoke, your yoke upon us for your yoke is easy and your burden is light. So we thank you, Lord. May all of our enemies be disgraced. Thank you for answering our prayers and may all of our enemies be disgraced and terrified. May they suddenly, may Satan and his demons and all the forces of hell be turned back and be put to shame. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. All right, y'all. Have an amazing, amazing day. And uh, I will holler at you later. Oh, yeah, I just had a thought as I was talking about earlier about peaking in high school and all that. And just the sermon, the service that I went to today at this church that I visited, he was talking about that, how God's peace. He's talking about how God's peace is a free gift, not something you have to earn. Uh, You have to receive it and it also gives you hope. Was like his three main points and he was talking about yeah and in life i just know in high school yeah you have to earn to have joy and peace and contentment it's all based on like yeah earning good grades and then me getting good grades helps me get into a good school and then me getting into a good school helps me get a good job or a job that i'm a you know that people approve of or you know people are proud of me having so my parents can brag about me especially my mom was into that kind of stuff so i could be like the trophy son uh you know parents love to brag on their children what they're doing like what kind of jobs they have oh he's a lawyer he's an accountant he's a cpa he's a um president of the united states whatever fill in the blank and then that gets you the house and the night gets you in the nice neighborhood away from all the riffraff and those things can't give you true peace. They can't. It's impossible. Like they may give you like a fake peace or a temporary peace. You have to earn those things to get them. But the peace of Jesus Christ is available to anyone right now. You can accept Jesus Christ in your heart if you never accepted him. And he will be your peace. He's the king of kings, Lord of lords, prince of peace. If tomorrow we go to World War Three and the whole world gets shut down because we're at war, all those things that people take comfort in, you know, money, jobs, you know, COVID already exposed that you can't find peace in those things. So why wait today except Jesus Christ in your heart? There you go. Just wanted to drop that on you. All right. Deuces. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path and fallen short of the glory of God or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5.8 says, But God 
demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody, everybody, who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you never asked Jesus into your heart or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty precious name I pray. Amen.